Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Jack Shack Podcast. Uh, for starters, uh, I have to apologize. I haven't been able to record much or post much due to school starting back up and it being my senior year. I'm trying to, you know, finish strong and, and make sure I get into a good school. Uh, but now that I've hit over the halfway point, I'm, you know, I've been accepted into college. I, I can really devote more time to the podcast, and that is what my plan is. So today, I'm going to be talking about The Bad Batch. We, of course, we have trailer number two, which has been released, and I, you know, I want to talk about my thoughts about it and potentially what I, I think will happen uh, in the show. For starters, the second trailer, you know, the sizzle reel that they released at the Disney investors meeting, I liked it a lot. I thought it provided not many details about the show, but enough to get you excited, you know, and a show enough planets and enough action where, you know, you wanted to watch it. Um, but then watching the second trailer, when was that Tuesday? I was, I was immensely excited. I couldn't believe what I had seen. Um, I think that it's going to be a great show. Uh, and I, I, it's not just because it's like Fioni or anything like that. I just think it's Clone Wars season seven lived up to the hype of being postponed, you know, and being canceled and then Clone Wars saved. And this is just Clone Wars season eight. And even the, um, the animation looks amazing. I'm excited. I can already tell that there's going to be some twists and turns that we're not expecting going into it um just because i think fioni knows how to write a very good story um but let's start it off so first things first is of course the bad batch five members uh they're all there they all look good you know we get to see tarkin a bunch we saw rex in the uh second trailer and i really like that i think it makes sense to have him and keep writing his story and you know i'm assuming That'll probably, I, I'm assuming we're going to have Clone Wars flashbacks in this show. I think we're going to see some battles that we didn't see in the actual show or in books, but happened, and who knows where that will take us. And, of course, I think Rex would be a, a major part of that. Um, another big thing, in my opinion, is we see a lot of smaller characters who have worked their way into the limelight, uh, Saw Gerrera being the biggest one, in my opinion, because Saw... Start as like a little detail in the Clone Wars and then in Rogue One and then in Rebels and then he had an appearance in Fallen Order. Like, I like it. I, I think he's a cool character. And to see him transition from fighting with the Republic to, well, the, the people that supported me are now my enemy. They want exactly what I fought against. So I have to team up with Seppies and people that I had been fighting. And I, I think that'll be interesting to see how they work that. I like seeing Fennec in it. I, I'm excited to see more about her character. I really like her in The Mandalorian. I think in Mandalorian Season 2, she was really good as well. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited for all of that. Now, there's a new character. It looks to be a female clone. Um, her name, due to subtitles, is Omega. And I like it. You know, I, I was a little skeptical at first because, of course, I, I think you should be. But my biggest concern was, well, what if they turn it into, you know, what kind of what Mandalorian season one was, which is 
the baby Yoda show. And it makes sense for any season one. You can't just come out and force action and huge plot details. You have to hook people in. I think that's what Clone Wars Resistance and Rebels all do is their first seasons are very childish, um, very goofy, because you got to hook the kid in. Um, and, and Baby Yoda is just meant to get casual fans to watch and be invested into the plot and then explore the the wild world of the EU. So I was, I, I'm a little skeptical about that, but I think it's more than that. She appears to be a clone whose DNA is, you know, not the same as all the other millions of clones, not the same as Rex and Cody and Wolf and Gregor. Like she, she fits in like a, you know, part of, uh, batch 99 so i'm excited to see how that works because even in the trailer she says like i've heard stories about you guys and and my eyes that is that's just setting up the plot of okay she's going to be something that unites this group together you know like they're not going to let the empire do shit to her so they're going to take her and she's going to run uh, with them kind of be like their rallying cry, I suppose. I, I think it'd be a a good way to put it, you know, something that unites them all. Uh, because as we can imagine, it's got to be tough running from the Empire. But besides that, you know, I'm excited. I think the... Um, Again, like I said earlier, the animation looks great. So we see, we appear to see Bracca show up. We appear to see um, Zygeria and the Slavers, which I think is going to be a cool plot line. You know, that th- that's a cool arc in the Clone Wars very much. Uh, of course, Camino, you got to have the birthplace of the clones. It looks like there could have been a shot of of course, I, I could be wrong. We'll see. Maybe it's Narshada. We'll find out. But it did look like there was um, some cityscapes. And of course, you know, I'm curious to see. I don't know if there will be any connection to the Jedi or the Sith. Um, personally, I kind of hope that there isn't. I kind of hope that there is no like, oh, look, it's the... Oh, oh, look, it's Ahsoka Tano, the survivor of Order. Like, I, I don't want that. You know, that that's, it makes sense in Rebels, makes sense in The Mandalorian. This is a few days after. Like, I don't think the Jedi should be connected. Maybe Vader, but from what I read in the Vader comic lines and stuff, like, he's he's busy at this time. So, like, I, I, I don't see the Force playing a big role in the Bad Batch. And truthfully, I... I would prefer to have a show kind of like the Mandalorian, not based on Jedi, not based on Sith, you know, just soldiers, uh, essentially in this case. And and of course, with the addition of Fennec, they're going to connect it to the Mandalorian and and kind of provide more background details about her character and her arc and potentially how she meets Boba, which I, I am all for. I don't want it to be based on Boba Fett, but I also think that he definitely needs uh, that that area era of time needs to be flushed out for him, especially now knowing that he meets Fennec. Like, okay, like we need to flush out the character arcs there. 
besides that, I, I'm very excited. We're about a month away now. So what is it? April 2nd. So we're, we're roughly a month away, you know, a month and two days, give or take. And so I, I'm assuming that there isn't going to be any more trailers. One big thing that I was surprised at is the first episode is going to be 70 minutes long. Basically an entire movie, um, hour, 10 minutes. And I, that makes me really excited. Uh, people may not understand why, but they, they do that. They did that with Rebels. You know, Rebels had very long first episodes, but they were. They were like made for TV movies that they just broke into two episodes for like Disney Plus. So I'm interested to see now what this means. I also, there's speculation that whatever the Loki show uh, on Disney Plus starts on what, June 11th. So there's speculation that the Bad Batch will end after six weeks due to, you know, Disney not wanting to have competing shows. Yet the issue is, is they keep greenlighting so many shows. So eventually they have to overlap. And I, I think this will be it. Um, come on out. 30, you can watch two 30-minute episodes back-to-back. -back. That's an hour of your time, and it's a Friday when they are released. I, th I think it makes a lot of sense. But besides that, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a great show. Um, so quick little transition. I'll get back into the Bad Batch. You know, I read Light of the Jedi immediately. I really like Light of the Jedi um, from the High Republic. I think Caravan Scott does a good job. I didn't get to read Claudia Gray's novel. Uh... I didn't get a chance to get the comics. They sold out really quick in my area, uh, which is a shame because I went to like five different comic book stores to try to even get a variant copy and pay extra money. But they they sold out immediately um, is what I was told. But from what I've seen online and, and you know, reading uh, issues as I can, I like it. You know, it's definitely not going to be a big era, I think. It's definitely not going to be the golden era for Disney or the, you know, era that defines what Star Wars is. But I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's very much a unique era and needed. You know, Disney needed to add something new into continu continuity. Um, and so very much so. I, I am very pleased with how it looks uh, and, and how it's come out and... And quite frankly, I want it to keep going. You know, I, I think they said there's going to be three or four phases. I have to check. I haven't paid attention to that. Um, but I am. I, I very much like it. Reminds me a lot, not of the Old Republic, but, you know, there are hints, too, that the Old Republic will get its own era with Disney, and we'll see. A big thing that I'm super excited for, not many people are uh, besides me, is there's, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the reports, like it's next week, Star Wars The Clone Wars, not 2007, 2003, the original animated Clone Wars TV show will be back on Disney Plus, and I am so excited for it. Uh, I watched a few episodes as a child, I rewatched it when I was 12. And I love it. I think it's cool. Very different animation than what we're used to. Very unique storylines, in my opinion. 
but I love it. And I'm excited that Disney Plus is going to be putting stuff like that on there too. You know, old projects that not necessarily have lost, you know, attention, but not easy access to get to. I used to watch the Clone Wars episodes on YouTube and like Ewoks will be on there again. So, you know, again, stuff that personally I'm excited to see. Um, because it's Star Wars content, and it does show me that Disney kind of has at least a heart or a brain, you know, to to put things that, yeah, it's not what they acquired, but it, it's something that a lot of fans grew up with, and, and to put it out there, I think, is the correct thing to do. Um, but yeah, as for that, that goes well. There's a new Star Wars game, so they're remastering Republic Commando for PS4 and Nintendo Switch, which I or PlayStation, not PS4 exclusive. But I'm excited for that. I, I'll replay that game again, and hopefully it's less buggy, and hopefully they have an Xbox fix because it's super buggy on my Xbox One. Besides that, there's that Star Wars Heroes or Star Wars Bounty Hunters. I apologize for uh, butchering the name. Which the more I I look into it. The more potential I see it having, but the more confusing. It's going to be a free-to-play game. It's supposed to be third-person squad combat um, made by Zynga Games and a new developer. So it's supposed to be a AAA game. Free-to-play, but I don't know. I It perplexes me because it was so sudden that this comes out. We know nothing about it, but supposedly they're doing a soft launch in june and who knows when the the hard launch will be but like i'm excited again it's just more star wars content more star wars to watch to play through but i'm excited to see what they do i think they need more games um, and, and of course, we have that new Star Wars open world game to look forward to, Fallen Order 2. There's a bunch coming. Uh, don't us fret. There, there's a lot coming, plus the, what, like 11, 10 shows in a movie that are all going to be coming. Star Wars is going to grow, and, and it's going to really be a lot of watchable content, which I like. I, I love reading, but I think the biggest problem I had with what Lucasfilm did was they, they didn't make enough content that you could just watch. And I don't mean that in like a binge watch way. I meant like Saturday morning cartoon show way. Like you could have had a whole channel dedicated to Star Wars shows. Um, and of course, they were much more limited in what they had could do financially, whereas Disney is very much not short on cash. So I, I'm excited. And of course, it allows for creations like the Bad Batch and the... Um, and the Mandalorian to come out. And again, like I've said, love the Mandalorian. Personally, I don't think Star Wars has a bad animated show. I think Resistance was good. Animation was wonky, but I like it. Um, Rebels was beautiful. I'm going to probably do an episode the next one if no major Star Wars news comes out because I'll probably record it on Monday and try to do two per week now uh, because I feel bad and I can now devote more time. I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling a little 
how should I put it? You know, just looking back at Rebels to see how good it was and my memory and rewatching it. It's amazing. I think it's up there with the Clone Wars. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm so ready for the Bad Batch and a new Star Wars show and a new storyline, you know, maybe new character arcs, new everything. So rewatching Clone Wars, rewatching Rebels, rewatching Resistance to get in that animated Star Wars mood. And I'm, I'm doing the Clone Wars now because I'm going to stretch it out a little bit and, and try to get it so that May 4th I watch the last episode of Season 7 and then I can go straight into the Bad Batch at whatever ungodly time Disney puts it out at. And, you know, I will always be up at that time to watch Star Wars. But rewatching Resistance, I like it. Rewatching Rebels, it's just... The, the way you get attached to characters, the way that the story works out, it's just so beautiful, in my opinion. And, and seeing guys like Eckhart Slatter on Twitter come out and say, like, I think it's better than The Clone Wars. And that's a controversial opinion. But he's got a point. He's got a real point. Instead of focusing, like, on an entire war and all that, which is amazing, and they did a great job, you focus on basically a family unit, which just happens to be a part of a cell, who is up against Thrawn and Tarkin and Vate like great storyline. But I digress. I'm getting far off topic from the Bad Batch. But I, I think the Bad Batch will have connections to Rebels, just like it'll have connections to the Clone Wars, just like Rebels has connections to the Clone Wars. I, I think that era of shows is all gonna be connected. Resistance doesn't. Resistance doesn't, but I think they're going to try to spin it. I don't think Bad Batch will have more than three seasons, unfortunately. I think that's max. I don't think they're going to have like trillions upon trillions of episodes. Um, but I, I think that'll be one of their kind of like the Mandalorian continuation year in, year out. But I think it's going to be good. And I think the storylines they've set up for season one are very much going to be action-packed. I hope that there is some mature stuff in there. Again, I think the Clone Wars brilliance isn't just because of the action, but it, it does focus a lot on politics and um, give you a very good idea of that war as hell and not just that, but it gives you both sides of the war. You get plots where you see separatist senators and you see people in everyday lives, you know? I want the Bad Batch to have a lot like that. And it's a kid's show, so I'm not going to hold my breath out that it will be written like that. But I, I think you're going to get to see a very different feel for Star Wars, and, and maybe not necessarily in the same ways as the Clone Wars. But I think you're going to see that the Bad Batch on the run is going to provide a lot of moral and ethical questions that they have to answer for themselves, because who else can answer it? They also have to... They're going to have to... In my eyes, it's going to be a lot like Rambo. And of course, that's who Hunter is based off of. With their own government's out to get him, you know. And he's running and it's just... We'll find out. But I think it's going to be like that. And of course, instead of one, it's five. And plus a kid, it, it adds. So I, I'm interested to see how are they going to work the Republic transitioning to the Empire in. As well as 
bounty hunters as well as rebel cells, apparently. And, and maybe not rebel cells, but separatist holdouts is what I should call them for now. How does that all get worked in together? And again, that's why I think it's not going to be one season for sure, I think, but I don't think it'll be much more than three. But I'm excited. I, I think based on the trailers, we've seen some very cool ideas come through. We've seen some very unique and very much um, very creative ways this show could go, and I'm very much excited for it. Uh, so that's all I'm going to talk about today. Again, Monday is when the next episode shall be released. I'm going to make sure that I'm doing twice a week from now on. Uh, it may be more like Monday, Saturday, or yeah, Mondays and Saturdays, Mondays, Fridays. We'll see how well I can get it to mesh out. But uh, as always, thank you for tuning in and I'll see you guys next time.